0: Welcome, everybody, to the Week 7 Riding NFL DFS podcast. DraftKings main slate, cash game plays, a little bit of GPP thoughts thrown in. A third of the way through the season, we're doing pretty well. Uh, we're sitting at a pretty, in a pretty good spot. So happy with where we're at here. Let's try to crush Week 7. Let's take a look at quarterback. I think it's pretty straightforward. I don't think it's going to be an easy decision because I think there are some good options. But I think that we can narrow it down to a handful. Uh, So Lamar, last week was an anomaly for Lamar. The Ravens are rarely going to score 30 plus points and not have Lamar go for a pretty solid day. Um, You know, Latavius is banged up. I just can't see. I think the Bengals actually are going to push... The Ravens more so than the Chargers did, which is weird to say, but the Chargers were just lifeless on that West to East Coast trip against the the Ravens, uh, and you know the Ravens just didn't really need to to push the issue, right? So they ran the ball with Le'Veon Bell and Devonta Freeman. <clears throat> um, but in in this game, I think the I think the Bengals can you know keep pace at least, keep Lamar throwing and and running. And the other thing was, you know, the Chargers, we, we kind of knew right from the get-go, the Chargers, one of their tenants of their defense is to just let teams run the ball. And I'm guessing, I didn't, you know, watch tape or look at any of the schemes that they put forth, but I'm just guessing that when Lamar had the ball in the belly of his running backs, the read was, the end was staying home. And, you know, Lamar's read was just to keep giving the ball, and that's how they wanted the the Ravens to the beat them was, you know, with Latavius Murray and Devonta Freeman and Le'Veon Bell and not with Lamar and Marquise Brown and Mark Andrews. So long story short, I think Lamar's a good play against the Bengals this week. I don't think we see another 12 to 14 fantasy point performance from him. Um, three $300 lower, Matthew Stafford. Obviously the narrative is there. He's playing his Former team, if it was in Detroit, I think I'd be a little bit more hyped for it. You know, in the Dome, back in in Detroit, I think I'd be a little bit more hyped for it. But I still think that, you know, he could push for three or four touchdown passes. Jalen Hurts, $200 less. We've just seen him get there on virtually, like, zero production. Somehow he's hitting 25 DK points every week, despite looking terrible this week, I mean, the Raiders' defense isn't extremely scary. I could see him actually, you know, having a decent day production-wise. And who knows how many fantasy points he'll turn in if that's the case. And then from there, I mean, there is not much going on below 6K um, in terms of, you know, a cheap pump play. I do like Tua, um, you know, at home against the Falcons. I could see him... Putting some points up, he's probably my favorite option under like sixty-five k in terms of, you know, just paying down to get an extra stud in because he's two, he's almost two thousand dollars less than Lamar Jackson. So that is, you know, a lot of salary that you can spread around, raise up the floor of a few other positions. honestly, that's just I'm probably gonna try to jam in Lamar if I don't have enough. I'm a couple hundred short. I'll try to get to Stafford or Hurts. I really like. Both of them as well. I think, I mean, Tua, I wouldn't rule out playing Tua in cash for me. It's kind of thin. You know, with everything that's going on this week, maybe he has a chip on his shoulder about the trade rumors. My only issue is they're coming back from from London short week in terms of, you know, they probably didn't fly into Miami uh, at the time that they would normally get back from an away game. So, you know, things get kind of thrown off. The uh, the rhythm of the week probably awful. hold. They usually teams are on bye this week. Um, so we'll see how that shakes out for Tua. If I really need the savings, $2,000 to spread out is definitely something that I would consider. All right, let's move on to running back. Of course, we have the big dog. You know, between 25, 30, maybe even 35 touches. This game against the Chiefs, I think the Chiefs are, are playing in a way that I don't see this game getting out of hand, right? And, I mean, they even run the ball with Henry when the game when they're down by two or three scores just because he has such a big play nature in him that, you know, it's almost like throwing a deep ball, giving him a handoff, because he could crack a 70-yarder at any time. So, you know, he really doesn't get game scripted out regardless. But I love Derrick Henry this week. He's going to be a uh, you know, a core, a try to jam him in play. I could see not wanting to play him cuz there are some running backs in the 6k range that you can kind of, you know, get a little bit more evenly distributed uh salary. Uh we'll talk about them, but I could see not playing Henry at 9k and trying to get like three of the 6k running backs in uh instead of, you know, punting that might be the only way that you that you can, you know, not play a cheap quarterback. If that's the case then then maybe, but it's going to be really hard not to play Derrick Henry. Uh, Daryl Henderson, he hasn't scored less than 15 points in a fantasy game this year. He's getting more and more usage as the season goes on, and now he gets the literal worst defensive line in the league, Uh, and his his offensive line is excellent. So, I could see gaping holes for Henderson at 6,600, and I think there's enough to go around. Like, obviously, Cooper Cup is going to be a consideration in a minute. I think You could play them both in cash. That's okay. You know, I could see Stafford getting his three or four touchdowns and then Daryl Henderson getting one or two even. You know, their implied total, I think, is 35. So not out of the realm of possibilities. I really like Joe Mixon, but I think he's more of a tournament play. They've been getting Joe Mixon involved, you know, in the passing game, in the running game. He looked great last week. So Mixon in tournaments. Fournette is obviously in play. He's just getting the touches. You know, over over the last three weeks, he has almost uh, 60 carries and 16 targets. I mean, just the the usage is just there. And he's on the field a ton. Uh, Ronald Jones is an afterthought, pretty much. So I like Lenny Fournette. Um, I mean, this 6K range is loaded. You could even consider Cordero Patterson. Um, He's more of, you know, he's going to, the issue here is, You kind of have to count on targets. And with Calvin Ridley back, he probably doesn't see as many targets. Kyle Pitts, Russell Gage, they're all back. So his his floor is a little bit diminished. I think he'd be, you know, one of my least favorite in this 6K range. But we also have at 6,100 Chuba Hubbard who has, you know, at first we didn't think he was going to assume like that 80% Christian McCaffrey role. But he has. He's getting a bunch of carries. He's getting the targets out of the backfield. Don't mind him at 6100. Giants have given up a ton of fantasy points to running backs, so he is definitely in play. DeAndre Swift at 6k. Uh, the only thing about DeAndre Swift is he's just uh, he's a he's a part-time player. He's getting more snaps, gradually getting more snaps. Um but Jamal Williams is still working in uh, 13 carries, 5 targets. Last week, two weeks ago, 11 carries, six targets. You know, so his work is is really coming in the passing game. He hasn't had less than five targets, which is huge for a floor, right? So if you're trying for a floor play, I really do like DeAndre Swift. Um, He is at the top of the list in 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 that 6K range. And then Darrell Williams, our guy from last week. I mean, he just steps on the field, immediately gets 20 touches. You know, 21 attempts. And four targets, three receptions. So the usage is definitely there for him. And it's, you know, would, you, would I play Clyde Edwards-Hilaire at 5,800? And probably not because Daryl Williams is right behind him and getting some of that work. But without Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, like if Daryl Williams was injured, I would consider Clyde Edwards-Hilaire at that price. It's because the concentration of touches will go to mostly one running back instead of, you know, that 70-30 split that we had seen. So that is why Darrell Williams is in play. I don't love anybody else, to be honest, at running back. Um Khalil Herbert, no thanks. His price came up, and he's playing the Bucks defense where teams just don't even try to run against them. Mike Davis, you're gonna hear some chatter about. I just can't. Um, I don't know. He's you know, he's a halftime running back with Cordell Patterson. Cordell Patterson looks better. Davis is getting there on like miracle touchdowns and stuff, so No thanks. Uh, You're also going to hear, I think you're going to also hear Miles Sanders, which, I mean, I would rather, I would rather click Philip Lindsay than Miles Sanders, to be honest with you. I know he's getting some usage, but he just looks like dust. Not a big fan of Sanders in cash games. And then JD McKissick, if anything were to be, to happen to Antonio Gibson in terms of availability, obviously McKissick becomes a really, really good play. I do like Chase Edmonds this week in tournaments, so Edmonds and, and Mixon I will, will be the two backs that I I, rotate in in tournaments a little bit. Probably not in the same lineup, but Edmonds practice more, more this week than he has in a while, so I think he could be back to full health. Um, people are going to be all over James Conner. You're going to hear James Conner a ton this week because the Cardinals are supposed to be winning by three touchdowns. That... Lends itself to James Conner getting, you know, some mop-up duties, some goal-line carries. I like Chase Edmonds this week as a little bit of a pivot. All right, wide receiver. Obviously, we have Devontae Adams, 40% target share. I mean, just dynamite. Washington's secondary, the second worst in terms of giving up fantasy points to wide receivers. So your dilemma is 8,900 Devontae Adams or an 8,400 Cooper Cup? I think Cooper Cup is, because of the savings, because I have them very, very close, I think because of the savings, Cooper Cup makes the most sense to me. I mean, if you're playing around, you set in a lineup, and you have $500 left to spend up, going up to, to Adams is fine. But to be honest, I think that Cup is the better play. I know there's a little bit more competition for targets in Los Angeles. Like, Adams is the only guy, basically, in in green bay but i just think that this rams team is going to explode this week and cooper cup despite there being more targets more skilled receivers in in la he's still getting crazy amounts of targets i mean 12 10 13 12 11 10 hasn't had a single digit target game this season and he's been a little he's been pretty much more efficient than devonta adams and despite the fact that there's more talent in la Aaron Rodgers will go away from, from Adams if, he's, if the defense is scheming him out of the game. They did last week, right? He only threw the ball five times to Devontae Adams. So uh, I think I like Cup, especially because of the savings. DeAndre Hopkins, I mean, he has the Texans this week. A little bit of revenge narrative. I like him in tournaments, not in cash games. Calvin Ridley is 6,600. That's just... I mean that's like one of those things where it's like don't don't get too cute like Calvin Ridley's an 8k wide receiver don't get cute I mean he's just a very very good play and I mean if you look at it, his usage has been solid um you know double digit targets the last 3 games that he has played in the targets should be there and the price is just very very appealing, with the injury to Antonio Brown, I think Chris Godwin is an excellent, excellent play in cash at fifty nine hundred. I think his targets should push double digits. Fifty nine hundred is too cheap, te- too cheap for Chris Godwin. There are some guys around that range though that I also like. Obviously, his teammate Mike Evans. Stack them all up in tournaments. Um, Jamar Chase has clearly been, you know, the downfield threat for. Joe Burrow, solid bring back against Lamar and Cash. I don't mind it at all. Brandon Cooks has been great. I think that the game script lends itself to him seeing, you know, ten targets. I could see that easily. Sterling Shepard, uh, trending towards playing, but you know, a hamstring is is tough game time decision. If he's out, I mean, man, the Giants will be. You know, they'll be scouring the streets for a receiver if Sterling Shepard is out. Because that puts Galladay out, Shepard out, Tony out. Slayton is questionable at this point. I mean, John Ross is questionable also. I, I mean, who I can't even think of who, I guess Colin Johnson at 3K would be the wide receiver one if all those questionable guys end up not playing. That would be insanity. Uh, really would be, but I mean I, I don't need I don't think we need to go that low in cash to a Colin Johnson. But that's not a bad idea for for tournaments. You know, maybe a Darnold and and DJ Moore stack or a mini stack of DJ Moore and and Colin Johnson. Without their quarterbacks, makes makes a little sense there. Under Sterling Shepard, in terms of wide receivers in cash. Obviously Jacoby Myers sees a ton of targets. Don't mind Jacoby Myers. Everybody loves T. Higgins. I don't know what it is about T. Higgins. Um, but everybody just has this love affair with T. Higgins. I get it now that he's like forty nine hundred. But it was like still a thing when he was like fifty eight and fifty three. He's just I mean he has he doesn't have more than sixty receiving yards in any game this year. I, I don't I don't get it. Um, there's just a ton of competition. They throw to the backs. Tyler Boyd, Jamar Chase, C.J. Uzama. There's just so many mouths to feed. It's tough for me to confidently say that T. Higgins is going to be the guy that gets targets this week at 4,900. I know it's cheap. I wouldn't fault you for playing him or Tyler Boyd really at 4,700. But I just think there's just too much uncertainty there to pull the trigger. Uh, I do like Darnell Mooney. Um, I guess, especially if Allen Robinson is out, but even with Allen Robinson in, I could see Darnell Mooney at 4,600. You know, in a game where the Bears are going to be trailing and teams tend to just abandon the run against the Buccaneers, he could see, you know, upwards of eight, nine targets with a few of them being deep shots like that in cash. Uh, and then I'll say Rashad Bateman with. Lamar Jackson, you know, I don't mind pairing guys up, stacking guys in cash, when the combined salary is is cheap, right? So a seven K Lamar, a three K Bateman ends up with, with the change ends up being around eleven K. That's not too bad. That is not prohibitive. It's when you're stacking, you know, an eight K, Mahomes and an eight five Hill, and you you have more than a third of your salary taken up by two players who are correlated but you know they're also negatively correlated uh because if if it's if Mahomes doesn't have a good game then you know you have 16k in the tank and that's just a real way to you know only win like five percent of your head-to-heads it's a good way to win 95 percent of your heads head-to-heads too but you know I like upside and head-to-heads but not you know that extreme I do like Rashad Bateman looked good last week Sammy Watkins probably won't play if that's the case. I don't mind slotting Bateman in. Then at tight end, I think there's really two options in my eyes. I'm not going to pay up for Kelsey or Andrews or anybody like that. Uh, I think we we have options to pay down this week. And I think it is, there's two. It's Ricky Seals-Jones again because he only went up to 3,700. He literally has only, he's been off the field since Logan Thomas got injured three games ago on the fifth play of the game. Ricky Seals Jones has come off the field in three games once. He did not play one snap well two weeks ago. Three weeks ago, the week Logan Thomas got hurt. The play Logan Thomas got hurt. Ricky Seals Jones played 62 straight snaps. The next week he played 82 of 83 snaps. And it was because he got like dinged up and and like limped off for one play. And then Last week, he played 100% of snaps again. So, I mean, the guy's going to be on the field. He's going to run routes. They're scheming him open. They ran a fake bubble screen, and they leaked him out. You know, he did did the the old fake block, leak out down the seam, touchdown, easy game. And, and, you know, if that's going to happen, Ricky Seals-Jones is at 3,700, very appealing. And then the other one's Dallas Goddard, 4,600. I mean, we have to see what happens with his illness, quote-unquote illness. I think they're just easing him back because of the COVID, but a 4,600 Goddard with Hertz at QB against the Raiders, no Zach Ertz. I like Dallas Goddard a lot. And then for defense, like I just like I said two weeks ago, you know, just play the Eagles defense. They're cheap. They're good. They ended up coming through two weeks ago, even though I didn't play them. And I'm just going to say that this week, but I'm going to play them this week. Just play the Eagles defense. it ends up that you only have 2,100, can't fit them in because they're 2,300, just play whoever's 2,100. I'm not putting a ton of thought into defense because, you know, it's just very, very, very random. Once you get down into this low 2K range, like, sure, the Rams are going to probably trounce the Lions. The Cardinals will probably trounce the Texans. But I just can't spend up. 3, 4, 5K for a defense when it is the variance is just out of control and their ceilings are, are pretty low unless they return like two picks for a touchdown. All right, that'll do it for the Ride at NFL DFS podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed. I hope you guys take down a tournament, win all your head-to-heads. I'll see you back here on Monday. We'll talk about what went wrong, what went right, and preview the Monday night showdown contests. Good luck. You are listening to The Riding NFL DFS Podcast with Pat James.